Hey and welcome to Rise of the Savvy Souls, the podcast where we talk all things spirituality, healing and inner transformation. I'm your host, Sarah Flynn, spiritual growth and transformation coach, speaker and mentor, here to help you as you awaken to your soul purpose, activate your divine gifts and elevate into your goddess power. I am so excited you are here and I know that it's no coincidence that our paths have crossed. So with that in mind, let's jump straight in to this week's episode. Hello girls and welcome back to another episode of Rise of the Savvy Souls. So in today's episode, I want to share with you some of the key things that I have learned as an entrepreneur but not just as an entrepreneur on the entrepreneurial journey, but as a spiritual business owner, because I really feel as though when we are on the spiritual path and trying to navigate entrepreneurship as well, a lot of the information out there can be kind of conflicting. And that's what I've definitely found in regards to my journey. So I want to share some of the things that I've definitely learned along the way that have helped me create more success, but not just more success, but more fulfillment from an aligned place of ease and of flow in my business. And I've been running this business for a couple of years now. So I've definitely got a lot of insights. I've definitely experienced perceived failures, challenges, obstacles. And today I'm really speaking directly to Anybody who is either running a coaching business or desiring to start a coaching business, or maybe you've got some kind of business that you want to pivot into a spiritual direction, or maybe there's just something calling you to go in a different way with your business, even if you don't fully understand what direction that is just yet, but you know somehow some way that your core desire is to live with purpose, to serve others, and to be a light in the world in some way, then this is for you. Whether you are in business already or whether you are just thinking about starting one, um, I do also want to let you know, if you are thinking about starting one, there has never been a more perfect time than now to start a spiritual business. So just planting the seed and just throwing that out there, there has never been a more perfect time in life than now than to start a spiritual or service-based business. The world really does need the unique light and medicine that you have to offer. And I want you to know that whatever services that you feel called to create in the form of a business is not random. It will be directly linked to your purpose and there is a deeper meaning in it. So I do hope that if you are hearing this, you feel trusting enough to follow that calling and take that leap. All right, so I wanna go over just five of the the key things that I think has really made a huge difference in my business once I began to understand um, all of these lessons, I guess, on reflection. You know, starting off in business, I definitely didn't know a lot of this stuff. And so I want to share this with you now in the hopes that my insights and my lessons over the years are going to provide some help for you. 
So the first thing I want to talk about is creating clients in your business. Now, I know what it feels like when you first start out in business and you feel as though you've got to do all of the things and be all of the things and chase people down and, you know, how am I going to get people to work with me and all of these things. And we can almost fall into this trap of feeling like, you know, it needs to be salesy or we need to impress people with our services. We need to be this kind of way. We need to be that kind of way. And actually, I just think that kind of energy is like so off-putting and so like old paradigm. And it's definitely not a way that I ever felt comfortable um, working. It just didn't feel aligned to me at all. Um, But actually, a way that I now choose to work is to stop feeling as though I have to search for clients. Um, It's not the truth. Instead, I focus on asking for those people in the world who who I have soul contracts with to step forwards. If you think about it, what I'm really offering is a spiritual transformation, spiritual growth, soul growth, ascension, elevation. And my core belief is that there are souls on this planet who I have soul contracts with, who we agreed that we would assist each other during this lifetime here on earth. So when I remember this and I remember the truth of who I am and what this mission is and what this legacy is, for me, business never anymore becomes about searching for clients, banging on doors, trying to make a sale. But instead, it becomes about calling in the the souls who I have soul contracts with and just knowing and trusting that it's part of the divine plan that we meet and that we work together, right? And so it becomes way less about sales and anything that feels um, kind of over overly strategic which is fine if that works for you it's just not something that really gravitates towards me and actually it becomes more about just service and energy and being open and ready to receive the clients who you have soul contracts with knowing that if you just focus your energy and your attention on being the light they're going to be gravitated towards that. Like your souls are going to recognize each other. There's going to be an instant recognition when your paths cross and you're just going to know that it's a soulmate client rather than a client who you feel, yeah, you worked with them and they paid you for a service, but the energy exchange didn't feel magic in between. And if you're listening to this, I really desire for you to experience what it feels like to have not just clients show up in your business, but I want you to know what it feels like to have soulmate clients who come to work with you in your business because these type of relationships, they don't just really end when the the client contract has ended, right? There's a deeper meaning in my experience for why you two have been brought together, even if it doesn't make sense right now. So that is the first thing that... 
I wanted to share. And also actually just to add on to that before we move on to the second thing is you won't need to chase your soulmate clients. Your soulmate clients will just know on a soul's level that there's something about you, that they need to work with you because it's agreed on a soul contract level, right? So your human doesn't need to force the situation. Your human doesn't need to chase this person down and, you know, focus on all of the things of like, engagement or constantly sending them direct messages to see like, Hey, what, what do you think about my offer? (laughs) Um, you know, are we doing this? Are we not doing this? Which is so off putting. And it's definitely, you know, I can't say that I haven't done that in the past because I've been learning in the past, what feels like truth for me and what doesn't. I definitely have. I've definitely in the past felt like you needed to chase people and prompt them and send them messages and check in with them and follow up with them and all of the things. Um, But my approach now is, is very, very, very different. I believe now that I would rather focus my energy and my attention on me being the embodiment of the message that I am sharing, me being the living truth of the service that I am sharing And then me showing up in my business from that place and calling people home to gravitate more towards my energy, right? And if I'm in conversation with somebody and they don't respond, I'm less likely to continue to to prompt people these days unless I really feel as though a fear is, is genuinely holding them back and I can see that this is the perfect next step for them. Um, but instead I very much allow people the space to rise, to make their own decisions. Remembering that this is a free will universe, remembering that I'm just simply going to be anchored in my energy. I know where I'm going. I'm going to call in the souls who I have soul contracts with, and I'm going to give people the space to decide, you know, do you desire to rise with me? Yes or no. Everybody has free will. So I just think that's a, a gorgeous way to go about business in the sense of energetically you just click with people when they are soulmate clients and there is no sort of objections or anything that usually stands in the way they've already kind of made up their mind that there's something about you that they want to work with you because they just want to be in your energy they can't wait to pay you and it's because they know that you're speaking your truth you're embodying your truth you're committed to rising and they choose to rise with you right so I I hope this is making sense and by the way if you are somebody who chooses to run your business differently and that works for you that's fine I'm just simply sharing what I have found as a spiritual business owner what feels more aligned for me and I love this this idea of actually I just get to be in my power and magnetize people towards me rather than me feeling like I need to go out and generate or drum up business and clients and all of these things. I feel like it's a new paradigm. I feel like it's a whole new paradigm of business and leadership that we're stepping into. Definitely believe it's the 5D way to do things. I definitely believe the old ways of business and how we used to do business are falling away. And I do believe that this is the new way going forwards. Okay, so the second thing I want to share with you about what I've learned in being in the self-development industry, if you like, 
and especially being on this path of spiritual growth. The second thing that I've really, really learned is that your mess is your magic and obstacles are always blessings in disguise and they're happening for you and they're not happening to you. So I'm going to give you an example about how this applies to business, because some sometimes we think that, you know, personal and business are separate, but actually in the realm of personal and spiritual growth and you're creating a service and providing a service for the world. I believe that then what become what is personal to you then becomes universal. It's happening for you on some level because you need to then incorporate it in your services and pass back the knowledge going forwards. So what I mean by that, for example, you all know that I went on uh, a womb healing journey and I've spoken about this many times where this was a very personal thing to me. Genuinely didn't think that I would ever tell anybody about it. I just thought this is something personal that's happening in my personal life. And I would never have guessed that it would actually be a part of my mission, my purpose, my legacy, and something that needed to be infused in my business. So my mess was my magic. My obstacle was really my blessing in disguise. Because in me going down that path and me understanding the path of healing that was required for me to go on, it awakened me to, wow, there's so many women who must be feeling challenged in this exact same way, disconnected from their womb, living in their masculine energy, you know, learning how to be successful in business, but in a very overly masculine and dominant way. And so me going through that process, which was messy, which was painful, which was a huge awakening, it actually was my deepest magic. It actually was my greatest blessing in disguise. It actually fully stripped me back to the truth of who I was so that I could pivot my business ever so slightly to be more accommodating for this level of depth and healing work. Okay, so I want you to know that whatever you're going through on a personal or spiritual level, if you are somebody who desires to coach others or to heal others or to lead others in some way, then whatever is personal is universal. Your mess will become your magic and whatever challenge you're facing, this is happening for you on some level. Because when you've gained the wisdom out of that experience, you're going to be able to apply this to your business, to your clients, and pass that wisdom on to other people. And that's such a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous gift to pass that wisdom on. For example, um, I have a client right now going through a deep womb healing journey. And I cannot tell you, I'm actually getting chills talking about it. I can't tell you how, what is even the word that I'm looking for? Just how full up it makes me feel to be able to comfort my client at this time, to be able to reassure her that this is happening for her highest good, to be able to hold space for her as she finds her way through the mess and and for her to be able to do it with such grace and such confidence as well, because I've been there and I know what she's going through. 
So I'm able to hold her in the highest light in confidence. And that is the most gorgeous gift that I could ever ask for in my business that means more to me than any of the other things combined is to know the the mess that I went through, the pain that I went through was so worth it to get to the magic on the other side and to be able to pay that wisdom back. So that brings me to point three, the third thing that I really want you to know. Being your full true self in your business is what's going to create you more success and more fulfillment, bringing all of yourself to the table rather than dimming down and trying to be like everybody else. And I get it. If you are new in business, we step into this coaching industry or this self-development space or the space of looking at other light workers and healers. And we think that we need to be like everybody else in order to get clients. Or we think that we need to be perceived in a certain way in order for people to pay us money, right? But it's actually not the truth. I remember, oh, this story is a story I definitely have to tell. I remember when I very first had this vision for this business and I've shared my story in episodes one and two. If you are unaware of my full story, highly recommend you going back to episodes one and two and catching up on those. But a quick version of the story is that I had a vision and during a meditation and in that vision, I was gifted this vision, which is this business, this podcast, the clients, the, the the growth journey that I've been on, it all just made sense in this in this meditation, this moment of clarity, right? I was so clear in that moment of who I was and how I was going to serve and my mission and my legacy and how I was going to help the world. I was so excited and so eager to just get out and start helping people. And I'll never forget that I got invited onto a podcast and bear in mind, I'm very new in this realm at this time. So my confidence was not where it is now. Um, And this was my first ever like public speaking kind of thing, you know, sitting in a room with a few people and being interviewed for a podcast. It was like my first kind of opportunity to speak my truth and get my message out there. So it was a really big step for me, right? And I knew even back then who I was and how I was supposed to help people. I knew that I wanted to help women claim their power back and activate their gifts. So as usual, you know, when you're on a podcast, you get asked to share your name and who you are and, and the work that you do, right? So I just remember sitting in this room so excited and I'm like, well, you know, my name is Sarah Flynn and I'm a coach And I'm here to help women reclaim their power and activate their divine gifts or something like this. But we're going back like two and a half years, maybe three years at this point. I was so excited because I knew exactly who I was and what I wanted to, to help everybody with. And I just remember looking at everybody's faces in the room and they were just blank. They didn't receive it. They didn't, they didn't know what I was talking about. They had no idea what I was talking about. It was so funny. And I was just like this eager, excited, newly awakened soul. Like, yes, I'm going to help women reclaim their power and I'm going to help them activate their gifts. And it just wasn't received in the way that I thought it was going to be received. Now, from that moment, I made a story then. I made it mean to myself 
that if I was going to be successful in business, I couldn't be all of who I was because people didn't understand me. So from that moment, my messaging began to change. I started to show up more as like the business coach. I started to think that I needed to teach people strategy. I started to think that I needed to be able to help people um, generate a huge income in their business in order for me to be worthy of being in this realm, right? But the truth was always there. I always knew who I truly was. I just became disconnected from it after not receiving the response that I <laughs> was hoping to receive, which I've learned now, you know, I was just in the wrong room. I was just speaking to people who didn't understand me on the deepest of soul levels. And that's okay. Um, so yeah, I'm sharing that because I want you to know that being your full true self creates more success and more fulfillment when you get to own all of who you are. And so I went on this path of being disconnected from all of who I was for a little while and kind of like being scared to show the real depths of me for a while. Um, and business was fine. I was outwardly successful. I was making a ton of stuff happen, but it felt really hard. It felt really out of alignment. It felt really forced. It felt like I had to chase and push and pull to make things happen, right? And so if you're resonating with this and you feel that way about your business too, I want you to know that it's not about you working harder in this moment. It's about asking yourself, who am I not being? Where am I hiding parts of myself? And my audience can feel that disconnection, which is why it's making it hard. Because I promise you, when you show up as your full true self, you become magnetic. People just recognize your soul, they feel drawn towards your light. And it goes back to what I said in step one, it's no longer about chasing clients, feeling like you've got to create clients and hit targets and all of these things. They come to you and they come to you ready to do the work because they see you so embodied in your truth and they want to be in that way as well. So yeah, that was point three. All right, the fourth thing that I want to share with you, and I've definitely known this since day one, but it definitely gets lost in the way or, or you forget along the way when business gets busy. So 80% of your success comes from your energy and your intention. 20% of your success will come from your strategy and your implementation. Don't get it twisted. We can fall into the trap of feeling like if things aren't working in our business, we need to work harder. And it's because we've been programmed in a society that believes this to be true. It's like we were taught all the way through school to go to school, go to college, get a degree, get a job. If you're good at your job, you'll get a pay rise. If you're good at the next level, you'll get another pay rise and promotion. And you keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. Working harder, working harder, working harder to be rewarded until eventually we're rewarded at the end when we retire and we're supposed to go and live our best life then. That's what we've been conditioned to think. So when you then transition from that type of society and you move into entrepreneurship, what can happen for a while is you can take that mindset with you into the business. You can think that if your business isn't working, you're not generating clients, people aren't reaching out to you, people aren't engaging with your posts, all of these things, you then begin to think, it's me. I'm not good enough. I'm not working hard enough. 
What have I got to do more of? And you start piling on all of this energy around working harder. When the truth is that actually in entrepreneurship, and definitely if you're somebody who is a spiritual person or an intuitive and you're working with energy a lot of the time, well, 80% of your success is going to come from your own alignment, which means that you have to create your own alignment through your own energetic practices. So you would be better off focusing on your energy 80% of the time and then implementing the strategies 20% of the time. I hope that's making sense because, you know, we can definitely as business owners just fall into that trap of feeling like something's not working. So I've got to work harder. And I've been in that trap so many times and reached burnout after burnout after burnout, always feeling like I need to keep on pushing. I need to keep on going to reach the break the breakthrough. But actually I didn't reach the breakthrough. I just reached the breaking point and would not be in a very um, healthy, energetic place as a result. If we go back to point one, which is rather than asking for rather than asking for clients or trying to chase clients down, but instead choosing to be the energy that gravitates and pulls clients in, the clients who we have soul contracts with, soul to soul, so that we recognize each other on a soul level. Well, how how is anybody going to recognize you if your energy is completely off? Your light is turned down because you've just been hustling behind the laptop or whatever it is that you do for, you know, 12 hours of the day, not really eating properly, just living off um, coffee or cake or whatever it is, because you keep feeling like you've got to put in more work, more work, more work. It's not the answer. The answer is actually to take a step back recalibrate your energy, focus more on supporting yourself with energetic practices that keep you in alignment and then show up for your business and implement the strategy piece 20% of the time. As a service-based entrepreneur, as a spiritual business owner, as somebody who may be helping others heal or rise or ascend or grow in some way, you can't do that from a place of low energy. So your most valuable asset is your energy. And when you prioritize that 80% of the time, your business is naturally going to succeed and you're going to feel way more fulfilled as a result, okay? So I'm not disregarding strategy, by the way. It's definitely important um, because we have to have a focus and an intention and we have to understand even numbers and what we desire to create in our world. That's definitely part of it all as well but a huge part of your your success is going to come from how energetically aligned you are and the energy that you're in when you're showing up if you're just showing up doing Facebook lives or recording podcasts or putting posts on Instagram just because you want to remain visible and consistent but there was no alignment behind that post or that live stream that's that's you just coming from a fear-based place. Nobody's going to feel, nobody's going to feel energetically aligned to the energy that you're putting out. They can almost feel that there's no magic infused in that, right? So now I'd like to think of every piece of content that I put out as being like an energetic net, 
And I want to make sure that I am in alignment, in a space of alignment before I show up, whether it's on an Instagram story, whether it's writing an Instagram post and going live, recording this podcast right now. If I'm not in alignment, I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to focus on my energy first and then I'm going to show up. So to put that into context for you, actually, because this is this is exactly what happened today before recording this podcast. I didn't feel in alignment. So I had like a 20 minute dance in the living room. I just got my tunes on, you know, felt good, got my music on, remembered the truth of who I was, remembered my intention to show up and serve, remembered that I want my energy to be the energy that calls people home. And then I'll hit the record button. Okay. So this is very important that 80% of the work that you need to do as an entrepreneur, as a spiritual business owner is going to come from your energy and how aligned you are. And when you show up from that place, what that then, what that then does is somebody might hear this podcast a year from now, 10 years from now, they might read an Instagram post of mine a year from now or 10 years from now, doesn't matter. They'll still feel the energy and the intention weaved into that piece of content because I was in a very intentional and aligned space when I created it. Whereas other pieces of content where you just put it out because you feel like you've got to put it out or people are going to forget about you, those types of pieces of content, you can almost feel that they've got no energy to them and they feel dormant and they would be irrelevant one year from now or 10 years from now. And it's almost like noise to people when you put that out there and that's, that's then, then it just creates a whole spiral because you might put something out just for the sake of putting it out and then you don't get any response and then you feel downhearted and then you think there's something wrong with you and then you think nobody wants to um, work with you or any of the things and that's where you give your human space to show up. And I want to prevent you from, from going down that path as well. So yeah, remember to focus on your energy and your intention, uh, your intention and your alignment 80% of the time. And then focus on strategy and implementation 20% of the time. And this is going to be way easier and way more flowier way to generate success in your business. Okay, so the fifth and final point, and by the way, there's definitely probably more points that I have to share on this, but I wanted to start with five for now. The fifth and the final point that I want to share with you, and this has been really insightful for me as I have gone on and created different levels and different tiers to my business. The fifth point I want to share with you is in regards to the money and the energy exchange between you and your clients. I want you to know that what you ask for will be given. As long as you feel worthy of receiving what you're asking for and you feel like you're acting in integrity and alignment to the investment that you are asking for, then what you are asking for will be given. And there's this common theme around new business owners who are, yeah, just building up their confidence or whatever it is, or not really feeling 100% worthy of the transformation that they're actually given to people. And I see this in healers and spiritual business owners so much. I see a lot of you really undervaluing yourselves and really kind of even, I guess, feeling bad for receiving um, larger amounts of money for the work that you're doing in the world. And some of you are like really, really, really gifted 
like we're all really gifted in our own unique way but I'm saying I can see people who are really gifted who are massively hiding away and massively undervaluing themselves and I just want you to know that what you ask for is what will be given right so whether you ask for a hundred pounds or for a service or a thousand pound for a service Again, as long as you feel in integrity and in alignment to the transformation that you are offering for the energy exchange that you are asking for, then that is what you are going to be given. It's not just about plucking a number out of thin air and going, right, okay, I want to charge a thousand pounds, but really that's completely out of alignment because you don't even know how you're helping someone and it's completely out of integrity. Then of course, that's not going to be given. Um, so here's my, here's my advice for you is to start off by really focusing on your higher level offerings first to get yourself in a place of financial stability. I know as a spiritual person or somebody who desires to help everyone heal, I get that it feels like you want to be all things to everyone, that you want to be available and affordable to absolutely everyone. And so you might position your prices at a price that you think most people won't mind to pay. But what happens when you do that is not only do you undervalue yourself, but you just aren't able to financially sustain yourself in a way that really prioritizes your energy, remembering that 80% of your success lies on your energy. Now, if you are massively undervaluing yourself, you're going to have to work maybe 10 times as hard to generate the same amount of income, right? Which is going to lead you to burn out way faster. If you keep burning out, what use are you to anybody at all in this world? If you keep burning out because you keep undervaluing yourself just because you want to help everyone and you want to be affordable to everyone, right? Well, my advice to you on this is to really focus first, especially if you're a new business owner or even if you're not and you've never really created a high-level offer before, start to think of a high-level transformation that you can offer your audience. For example, that for me would be my one-to-one coaching packages. That is a high level of transformation because they get my clients not only get the sessions with me every single week, but they get unlimited voice note access to me. They basically get to come into my world and have me as their number one cheerleader, support person, healer, growth guide, like all of the things for a set duration of time. Let me tell you, magic happens when somebody chooses to work with me on that level of one-to-one. So for that, for me to be of service in that way to somebody on that level, that requires a high energy exchange because I'm inviting somebody into my world and I'm standing by them as a pillar of support for a longer duration of time. So with that becomes a bit of a higher investment, okay? Now, the beauty about starting with like higher level investments first means that I can get financially secure by focusing only on taking um, on seven high level clients until I'm in a place of financial stability 
with enough energy to give to then create lower level offerings that are more affordable to everybody else. Does that make sense? So it's coming from a place of serve yourself before you can serve everybody else. Because when you try to serve everybody else all in one go, all that happens is you burn out. So what you ask for is what you will be given. I could either choose each month to focus my intention on asking the universe to provide me with my high level clients who are going to pay a higher level of investment for a higher energy exchange. Or I might choose one month to just put on a workshop that is £49 to invest in and try to create something that's more affordable to everybody else which is fine. I'm not saying either or is wrong, but what I am saying is that no matter which service you're offering, the same amount of work is required on your part. The same amount of energetic input is required on your part. So if you aren't financially secure before you go and put out a lower level offering, what you'll find is that you're doing a lot of work for very little reward. And that doesn't feel good. That doesn't feel inspiring. And it puts you off being in business and you no longer feel like a bright light showing up and serving the world. So my advice to you on this is to start with your higher level offerings first, get yourself financially secure so that you're in an inspired state of mind. And then from this place of inspiration and enthusiasm and extra energy that you have to give because you've made sure that you filled up your own cup first, then you can begin to focus on your different offerings, maybe lower level offerings um, that are more accessible and affordable to everybody else. This isn't selfish. This isn't greedy. This isn't any of the things that maybe you are thinking right now. This is simply you filling up your own cup minding and being really mindful of your energy because you understand that your energy and you are the most valuable asset in the business. So you have to make sure that you are fully supported first before you can get out and really support everybody else. Okay. So I really hope that you have enjoyed me sharing these five insights into some of the lessons that I've learned as a entrepreneur, but also as a spiritual business owner. I would, of course, love to hear your feedback. And if you've loved this episode and you think it's super insightful and you want to share it with others, I would, of course, love for you to share this episode over on your socials or send it to somebody who needs to hear it. I want to let you know that if you've resonated with any of this and you feel like you would really love my support in terms of helping you with your spiritual business or on your spiritual growth path incorporated with entrepreneurship as well I'm definitely all about that so please do not hesitate to reach out if working with me is something that you would like to know more of and we can talk um I would love that so very much so Wherever you are in the world, as always, I am sending you the most love in the world for your continued journey. Keep growing, keep glowing, and I will see you next time.